Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. In the meantime, let's get into some substance here. I was able, and I talked about this just based on news reports and based on a press conference from our illustrious mayor of Indianapolis, Joe Hogsett, talking about his gun control proposals, where he's telling the people of the city of Indianapolis how he's going to do such a great job keeping them safe by passing gun gun control regulations at the city level. And uh, and he said he's going to ban the sale of firearms to anyone under 21. All right, just drop a footnote. What What's the law currently? If to go into a gun shop and buy a gun, how old do you have to be? Well, under federal law, to buy a handgun, you have to be 21. To buy a long gun, rifle, shotgun... You have to be 18. So the only thing that Joe Hogsett would be changing by passing a regulation at the city level is how old you have to be to buy a shotgun or a rifle. Now, everybody wants to wail about so-called assault weapons. But at the end of the day, those semi-automatic rifles, and some are actually pistols, depending on what whose definition you use, of this made-up political term, completely ridiculous term of assault weapon or military-style assault weapon. Yeah, there are a lot of different definitions out there and different proposals. By the way, what Joe Hogsett did, and I'll get more into this here in a second, is he simply adopted, or the city adopted, the definition of quote-unquote semi-automatic assault weapon that was in the most recent bill that was f- filed in Congress. Last Congress, passed the House, never got a vote in the Senate. And I'll go into what that means, but essentially semi-automatic rifles, and it goes beyond that. But back up. First proposal we're talking about is you have to be 21 to buy any firearm, any firearm at all. Well, anytime there's a semi-automatic rifle used in a crime, it gets a lot of publicity. The press loves it. The politicians that despise your Second Amendment rights love it. But how, how often does that happen? Nationally, vast majority. And this is true in any city, including Indianapolis. The vast majority of murders are committed with handguns. And you already have to be 21 to buy a handgun. In a, in, in a, in a, in a firearm shop, from a f- federal firearms licensee, we call it, a licensed firearms dealer. Now, as you read the proposal, it would be illegal for even a private individual to transfer a gun to someone under 21, including a rifle or a shotgun in Marion County. And by the way, Marion County, Joe Hogs at the Indianapolis City County Council can't make new crimes. They can't create new crimes. They can't put people in jail. 
they can pass an ordinance, which is what this is. That's what the proposal is to do, is pass an ordinance. What's an ordinance do? Well, they can create fines. They can call something, quote-unquote, unlawful, but that doesn't mean you go to jail. It just means they're going to fine you. Unless, well, let's talk about that for a second. So we're going we're gonna to limit crime. We're going to prevent dangerous criminals from shooting people because we're going to fine them. So there's already a law against murder. So already a law against things like pointing a firearm, criminal recklessness with a deadly weapon, intimidation with a deadly weapon. So there are a lot of crimes out there involving firearm, including killing people. There's already a law against carrying a handgun as a prohibited possessor. If you're a felon, you're underage, under 18, you're carrying a handgun in public. There's already a law against that. You have a domestic violence order of protection against you. You can't possess a gun, including, by the way, under constitutional care. I had somebody in a, in a restaurant today while I was having lunch. So I left Atkinson Firearms after a great two hours. Really enjoyed it. Went to lunch, and I was sitting there getting ready to leave. Somebody recognized me. I said, man, I have a question for you. Don't you think this everybody can carry law we have now in Indiana is contributing to all the shootings in Indianapolis. And I said, who on God's earth told you we have an everyone can carry law? Well, yeah, that's the new law. Anyone, it doesn't matter. You can, you can be a criminal. You, you doesn't matter. You, anybody can carry a handgun now. So that's the disinformation that's going on out there about constitutional carry. That's not what it means. It's never what, been what it's meant. And people know that. People don't like it. People don't like the fact that you don't go. You don't have to go beg permission from the government to exercise your constitutional freedoms. People think you should have to bend the knee, man. Pay homage. Ask the king if you can do what you have a constitutional, a constitutionally guaranteed right to do. Not granted, guaranteed. And so I proceeded to explain that we do not have a everyone can carry law. But if we have all these laws already that prevent bad guys from carrying guns, and then we have laws that say bad guys can't do bad things with guns like, oh, say, kill people, what moron, what complete, oh, man, I wanted to drop an F-bomb there, right there, producer Carl, so bad. It just, yeah, Carl's got his finger over the, the dump button right there. Oh, man, what complete. Just fill in that yourself. Idiot thinks that a fine is going to prohibit, going to somehow deter a person who is not afraid of the death penalty. He's not afraid of 60 years in prison. He's not, he's not afraid to get, of dying in a shootout with his fellow bad guy or with police. But he might get fined by the city of Indianapolis? What complete... Oh, yeah, no, yeah, there you go. Idiot thinks that is going to have any effect whatsoever. It's goofy. It's irrational. But we're going to go through this proposal in more detail, not just on that point, but the actual substance of it. And, and it is conditional. A lot of people were wondering how that was going to be phrased, and it was a news conference where we hadn't seen the actual proposal. I have the proposal right in front of me. 
You want to see it? It's it's City County Council proposal number one five six comma two oh two three. That is the hundred and fifty sixth proposal of the year twenty twenty three. And it's set for a hearing Wednesday night, by the way. You live in Marion County or otherwise you want to show up to City County Council building and ha- and voice your opinion on this idiocy? Yeah, please do. I'll be there. I'm going to testify. <laughs> All right, let's get back into the discussion of the complete idiocy going on from the Democrats in Marion County and particularly from our illustrious mayor. So we got a proposal. And by the way, and I went into some detail on this last week. I won't repeat that discussion, but what... What we're talking about here is the city of Indianapolis regulating firearms. Well, there's an inherent problem in that, and the city of Indianapolis cannot regulate firearms. We have something called the Indiana Firearms Preemption Act, and it says political subdivisions, which are units of government below the state, so cities, towns, councils, uh, city councils, county commissions, these people cannot regulate firearms. Now, there are 13 exceptions. And that sounds like a lot, but it's really very limited. For instance, there's one which may come into play right here on Monument Circle where I am right now. I don't know, based on rumors I'm hearing. But one is an exception to the preemption law that otherwise says local government can't regulate firearms. An exception is if the city leases property to a private organizer or promoter of an event, that organizer or promoter of that event can ban firearms on that property, even though it's on city property. And for a long time, we've called that the Jimmy Ursay exception, because while we were debating the preemption law in 2011, which is when we passed it in the General Assembly, by the way, this is written by Jim Toms, great pro-2A senator from southwestern Indiana, down the Evansville, Poseyville area. When we were debating this, Jim Ursay came out and said, hey, look, I understand I'm pro-2A, I'm pro-gun, but I really don't want guns in then the RCA dome. And so that's when they wrote in this private organizer or promoter of an event like the Colts, who lease property like the stadium, now Lucas Oil, obviously, the newer stadium, they can ban firearms. So when you go into Gainbridge Fieldhouse to watch a Pacer game, yes, they can ban firearms because that's a private organizer or promoter of an event that's leasing property otherwise owned by the city. So that's an exception. By the way, let's just go ahead and go into that discussion. Why could that come into play right here on the circle? There's discussion, and, and there was a bit of an announcement, although the announcement was very, very unclear to me, and I'd lo- love to see more clarification on this. The city plans to close to traffic half of the Monument Circle. And again, the studio right here, we're on the fourth floor. We look right down on the circle. It's a beautiful view. I've always loved coming here to do the show, in part for that reason. But they're talking about closing off half the circle to traffic, to vehicular traffic, allow foot traffic, and then having a lot more vendors and, I don't know, shops or whatnot out on the pavement or the bricks of Monument Circle. And what I just heard recently from people I deeply trust is that the, the plan they're not necessarily talking about yet is they're going to hire a private organizer or promoter to, to, to lease, I don't know, organize, whatever it might be, the vendors and whatnot on this closed part of Monument Circle and then put up metal detectors 
and say since the city has leased half of Monument Circle to a private organizer or promoter of an event is just like a Colts game or a Pacer game where you can't carry firearms because that private organizer or promoter of the event is banning firearms there. So if I, I don't know exactly what half they're talking about. My Originally, I thought it was going to be the west half, essentially from Meridian to Meridian, Meridian on the south side to Meridian on the north side. But I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that works. So I, I suppose if I walk out of the studio after doing my show, and am I lawfully carrying a firearm right now? Well, of course I am. And if I walk out onto the band part, I walk out of the studio, I walk out of the Emmis building, I don't know if there's going to be a metal detector right there or not, but it's going to get interesting. And by the way, they can't arrest me. They, again, I go back to the point. The city can't create crimes. They can't put people in jail they can find me and they can kick me out. They can say, oh, you have a firearm. You're not allowed to have a firearm here. And if I refuse to leave after being told to leave, they can arrest me for criminal trespass. Just like if I try to get into a Colts game with a gun. And they say, I go through the metal detector or they wand me or whatever it is. And they say, well, you can't bring a gun in here. And I say, well, I don't care. I'm bringing a gun in here anyway. And I refuse to leave. All right. They can arrest me for trespassing. Is that is what going to go on? on on Monument Circle, and the idea that I, as someone, yes, with a lifetime license to carry, yes, I can lawfully carry under constitutional carry, someone with no criminal history whatsoever, I can walk out of the studios of Forty Monument Circle onto a closed portion of Monument Circle, and they're going to want to put me in jail after they trespass me because I'm carrying a firearm, because firearms are prohibited on half of Monument Circle. That is what I hear the proposal to be. That's separate from this proposal that's going to be heard in committee Wednesday night, but it was a good time to go into that discussion. Current proposal, and again, this idea about blocking off half the circle and whatnot, that apparently is something they want to do down the road, but the proposal has been filed. It was filed on June one. And it's going to be heard in the Public Safety and Criminal Justice Committee Wednesday night, I think at 5 o'clock, 5.30, perhaps. But uh, I'll be there. I'm going to testify. I've actually been asked by two of the, what, I think there are six Republican city county council counselors now out of 25 with, I don't know, 19 or 20 Democrats, but a couple of the Republicans asked me to, to be there and to, to voice my thoughts, and I'm happy to do so. But I'll share my thoughts with you here, since obviously most of you are not going to be at the city county council committee meeting Wednesday night. And I went through the first part of this proposal. That is, nobody under 21 can buy a gun in Marion County, including the way it's written, from a private individual. It just says, it shall be unlawful in Marion County for a person under 21 years of age to purchase a firearm. It shall be unlawful in Marion County to sell a firearm to a person under 21 years of age. As used in this section, the term firearm has the definition set forth in Indiana Code, da 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 which is, just sets out the traditional statutory definition of a gun. So, we're not talking about just from a dealer. It could be from a private individual. So consider this. You're 
19-year-old son comes back from Iraq or Afghanistan here recently. And they left their military weapons in the military, obviously, so they're now home. And they had a great job. You know, 19, 20 years old, they were driving a tank. They were operating an artillery unit. They were operating a drone. They were operating some of the more sophisticated weapons the United States military has to offer. And they come home and they and they say to you, you know, I, I, I'm coming up on my next birthday. Say it's my 20th birthday. What do you want for your birthday? You know what? I'm going to start shooting sporting clays. I think I'd like to start shooting sporting clays. I think it'd be a great hobby. A lot of people do. It's a lot of fun. I heard Guy Relford on the Gun Guy Show talk about shooting sporting clays, and he loves it. So, you know, I, I'd love, for my next birthday, I'd love a, a sporting clay shotgun. In Marion County, Mayor Joe Hogsett is telling you under this proposal that you can't give your son, 20-year-old son, military veteran, a sporting clay shotgun. How? F-bomb there, Carl, watch watch that dumb bud. How incredibly stupid is that? Is that going to stop crime? And again, they can't make it a criminal offense. Unbelievable. But let's keep going. It then talks about it shall be unlawful in Marion County to buy, sell, possess, display, carry, brandish, or discharge. So this includes buy, sell, possess. So possess. A semi-automatic assault weapon, as that term is defined in the proposed federal assault weapon ban of 2023. So there, there's a federal bill that's been introduced. It's not going anywhere because the feds know they can't pass it. Even the Democrats in Congress know they can't pass it. But Joe Hawks is going to pick up that definition and make that illegal in Marion County. Not, again, not that it's a crime, but they're going to fine you, a pinch, uh, apparently. And buy, sell. So if you're a gun shop and you sell ARs, most commonly owned rifle in America, you can't sell them under this proposal. It's unlawful. They'll fine you. I suppose theoretically they can threaten your zoning. I don't know. In the proposal itself, by the way, there are no defined penalties. I'm sure there's a general penalty provision associated with any violation of this chapter. It's probably, you know, a first offense is is a fine of something like $500, and it can go up to something like $2,500, but that's even limited of what they can fine you. But But that's all they can do is fine you. Can't put you in jail. The city of Indianapolis cannot define criminal penalties. So they're going to ban so-called semi-automatic assault weapons. So, all right, IMPD, Joe Hogsett. The vast majority of the rank-and-file of IMPD are going to laugh at this. They could care less. I have a, quote-unquote, semi-automatic assault weapon in a locked safe mounted in the trunk of my car right now. It's my AR. It's in a safe. It's secure. But I would be committing a quote-unquote unlawful act under this proposal right now. I'm a law-abiding citizen. 
no criminal history. And the city of Indianapolis wants to make that unlawful. Based on my possession of the most commonly owned rifle in America. Then it goes on to say, no person shall carry a handgun in Marion County without having applied for and received a handgun license from the Indiana State Police. I'm paraphrasing the last part. So essentially they're saying they're not going to allow constitutional carry, even though it's been passed by the legislature of the state of Indiana. And then lastly, the fourth one, they go on to say, actually, notwithstanding that, Ignore that completely. No person shall carry a concealed firearm anywhere in Marion County. I'm carrying a concealed firearm right now. Man, I'm I'm like all over this proposal. You would think I would be the target of what Mayor Hogsett and the city and the Democrats at least on the city county council are really concerned about. Guy Relford, sitting in the Radio One studio, law abiding citizen. They're concerned about me. Does that make any sense to you? And by the way, if, if I'm looking at a $2,500 fine, if I get caught concealing, concealed, carrying a, a firearm in Marion County, is that going to influence my behavior? I don't know. <laughs> we'll wait for that to be seen. Is it going to influence a criminal who's going to murder somebody? Does that make any sense to you? Of course it does not.